This is Amplify, a podcast for people that want to crush life by learning from the minds of high performers. So take a deep breath in and get ready to become more, live more, and give more. Welcome to the Amplify podcast. It's John Templeton here with an amazing, incredible, actually mystical guest today, Annabella Joski. Now, a little bit about Annabella. She owns a wellness clinic in Cairns with her mother. She's pretty young, she's 25, and she's unassuming, and what I mean by that is she's just doing her meditation uh, training, like to become a, to be able to coach meditation properly. But how and why she's doing that is gonna blow your nut in this episode, because when we share this, the, the experience that Annabelle has been through is how would you describe it the best way i could describe what happened um was basically almost like a life-changing hurricane occurred or you know something like the coronavirus occurs and you go outside to talk to the neighbor about it and they say oh you mean this little little flu and you're like no i'm talking about the thing that has just completely changed my life changed my world and what you guys haven't witnessed it you can't see it too that's probably Best That's not even doing it justice because what, what this is, is on the spiritual level, uh, on the mystical level, things that you need to see to believe. Mm. And there are going to be people listening that, that write this episode off as, well, oh, that's just not true. It's not possible. Um, I know it's true. I've seen it. I've witnessed it. I've experienced it. You know it's true. You've seen it. You've witnessed it. You've experienced it. Mm. So for anybody watching, listening, stay tuned because if you want to... St- if you want to understand the world that you cannot see, hear, feel, touch with your senses, and you want to understand more about the mystical, spiritual planet we, we live on, and how possible it is for you to connect with it, and what it can do for your life, then stay tuned, because this story is unbelievable to the majority of the world and the public. So, I'm actually going to start this episode, and I don't normally do this, but I met this lovely lady um, about just over a year ago. When did we go to Dubai? 2000 and... Yeah, about end of... Yeah, about maybe a bit over 18? 2018? End of, maybe? So what happened was I put a post on my social media. I was going to Dubai by myself and I put a post on my social media media, and the Joskinator, as I call her, replied saying, you know, I'll come with you. And I was like, cool. I'd met her once before, but anyway, we went to Dubai together and we hung out for a couple of weeks there and had the most amazing time. And during this time together, um, obviously we talked and got to know each other. And I found out some things about the Joskinator. Um, and she was carrying, I w- I'm going to call it a lack of wellness and I'm going to get you to dive into it because this is where we can, we start talking about health, lack of health and how we can not only heal our body, but change our life using, you know, the thought and mystical experiences and the spiritual realm. So Joski, tell us all about, um, your, your, your lack of wellness yep. and, and we'll go from there. So about seven and a half years ago, I was just turned 18 i was at university having the time of my life at bonjuni and i was off to bali for my grandmother's 80th with my entire family um and on the last day i contracted an illness wasn't sure what it was and went back to university got a bit sick again and just passed it off as barley belly 
Anyway, long story short, after a few months, um, I just kept getting sicker and sicker and sicker and um, it turned out it was typhoid salmonella. And by that stage, they couldn't really do anything about it. So I had this bacterial infection that just kept going into all of the organs of my body, doing all the damage that it did. And pretty much every doctor I went to, not just in Australia, but all around the world, going to different hospitals, trying anything I could to get some answers about this mystery kind of disease, only to be told that there's nothing really we can do for you um, and just passing me off to other doctors. So basically I had all of these years in, I guess you'd say, the matter to matter world, um, trying to treat my body physically, um, going to outside external people um, for help and being told basically you're incurable. So, so what is this? What is, is it a disease? What is it? So the issue was it's a bacterial infection and left untreated, it just does damage to all of the organs in the body. So one of the um, prime organs it affected was it completely paralyzed my intestines. Mm -hmm. So like for up to four years, my all of my intestines were just paralyzed. So in order to go to the bathroom, you'd have to use things like enemas. So, and then to have, you know, the doctors be like, yeah, sorry, like nothing we can do for you here. I want to put this in perspective. Four years of not being able to use your intestines. And that's it. Something that, and that's the thing, we when you don't have granted. health, you take for granted just, you know, going to the bathroom in the morning. For me, that was like the biggest feat of the day. If I got to go to the bathroom in the morning, it was just like, oh my God, guys, like, yes. Like, what a fantastic day it is. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and so, four years of going to doctors, they, they, and they don't have a cure? They, and the medication, like, what did you go through? Surgery? I did surgeries. I did, um... Everything under the sun, enemas, um, FMT transplants. So FMT transplant, this is how desperate I'm talking, guys, is where you literally have to find a poo donor, get their poo every morning, blend it up, and put it inside of you every single day for like a year. And again, this is what I mean. I tried everything. Acupuncture. I tried the, you know, the mainstream medical stuff, antibiotics, all of that. Then I tried you know, all of the holistic things. And then I found out all oh, during it all that I had this um, disease called Wilson's disease. And that's, you know, you don't really survive beyond 30 with that disease. And I was, as soon as I was told that, I was like, there's no, there's no way I have that. I'm not letting any doctor put a label on me because I don't believe I have anything. I just, I know I can be healed and I don't believe there is actually a label to what I have mm -hmm. kind of thing. So, so... Let's dive into Wilson. So what was the first one? Ty typhoid so salmonella? So the typhoid salmonella, which is a bacterial infection, which just causes the onslaught of the autoimmune diseases that I got. Yeah, and Wilson's disease. And Wilson's disease is one that you're supposedly genetically born with. So, so for anyone listening, you can hear now this is a lot of um, sickness and the healing that occurred that you're going to hear about involves other dimensions. So stay tuned because it's... We're, 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 the plot thickens, okay? Oh, yeah. So so carry on, Wilson's disease? Yep, so Wilson's disease, so that's basically where you get an accumulation of li um, copper in the liver and the brain, and it usually leads to either liver failure or um, brain damage. Mm -hmm. So if I were to have it, I would probably be paralyzed by now. So again, something, another diagnosis from a doctor that, you know, you don't always feed into mm -hmm. because doctors love to just put labels on people so that they can kind of 
understand whatever they have and yeah, put them in a box exactly. and then they, there are symptoms, put them in a box, here's the cure yeah. that the computer tells me to get them. So basically with seven years of, of doing that and only really the one matter to matter thing that I did. So when she says matter to matter, this is, if you don't, if you're not up to date with like different dimensions, the 3D dimension, Sorry, the 3D yeah. realm is physical matter. Like we're in it now, there's, there's height, there's width, there's depth. That's the three dimensions and it's all like physical matter. You can you can touch it and feel it. Okay, so when she says matter to matter, it's like the normal world that 3D world. The 3D world that we all live in, okay? Yeah, sorry guys. Um, yes, and that really the only thing out of everything that really helped was probably stem cells treatment mm -hmm. in um, which I had to go to Mexico mm -hmm. to get at a, an American hospital. Mm -hmm. But even there, that's the place that diagnosed me. A holistic American hospital, but even there South America. In Mexico, Tijuana. Yep. Um, even they're the ones that diagnosed me with Wilson's. the Wilson. So you can try anything, go anywhere, but so this is doesn't mean this you can is, be healed. I want to hammer this point. I'm passionate about this episode, and what I want to hammer home is that this is what I used to see when I was even personal training people with nutrition, and people would follow a different diet. Everything was like you say, matter to matter, mm -hmm. and. I realized that that's not how you transform the body. Mm -hmm. You don't transform the body by actually like going to the gym and eating the right foods. First, it takes place in the mind, mm -hmm. which is not matter to matter, which we'll dive into soon. So, when I met Joski in um, Dubai, I started to hear these stories, and I was I, I knew there was something going on because I had done um, all of Dr. Joe Dispenza's work. I read all of his books and been through all of his trainings. And if you don't know Dr. Joe Dispenza, please look him up and I would recommend you read his books and do all of his trainings. Yes. And I, I'd seen people heal themselves through meditation. And I'm talking about people that were blind get their sight back. And you might call bullshit on that and that's totally okay. I've seen it with my own eyes. Um, I've seen a lady literally blind and one eye I couldn't see out of, did a meditation and she got her vision back and she came up on stage, she was crying and obviously incredible transformation. I've, um, I've experienced things that not many people in the world have. And so I said to, I said to Annabelle, I was like, you should read, I can't, what was the first book I recommended? You are the placebo maybe? I, I, or was it the breaking the habit? No, it wasn't the breaking the habit. I think it was the placebo one. So it's, it's about healing yourself with your mind. I recommended it to her because I knew there was like deeper, deeper stuff going on and and even now for anybody if you're not well now or you you want to achieve anything in your life whether it's to get well from being sick to create wealth from being poor the matter to matter the 3d realm is not where you do it you do it in the fifth dimension okay Ooh, we're fucking going places now so i recommended that to her so Take so, us away what happened it's a really great i really want to point something out here especially to all those who were in a similar place to me and were suffering and had tried everything and you're just thinking and you're at that point whenever someone even gives you a suggestion of something else to try you're, you've had years of it and you're just, you just really want to tell the person to really basically piss off because you're like oh how could I do anything more here's another person who's never they don't know what I've been through like how, not how dare they but you just kind of get your spine you know up and so get your knickers in a twist a little bit because and it wasn't that JT said this but it was this kind of this thought that what if I were the person who was not allowing 
good health to come to me? Like, what if there was something that I was a belief that I was believing, a thought that I might be having, that was making either the illness worse or just not allowing me to step into the healthy body that I was wanting so badly to that we to all have. deserve that we all deserve and are worthy of having <laughs> yes um so at first it was kind of just like this blockage because he said Joe Dispenza, oh yeah yet another thing I've got to go listen to that's not going to help me you know because not that I was bitter but you do get those points during your journey where it's just like I'm trying so hard what more could I possibly do so it was JT, sorry, John Templeton had planted a seed in my mind about Joe Dispenza. However, I think it wasn't until a few months later, and it was actually when I was at Sanaviv getting my next round of stem cells, that it really hit home that I realized I've got to go deeper. There's something I'm, I have been doing this matter to matter stuff. Sorry, like treating my body in a matter to matter way. I've done the supplements. I've done all of the diets. I've done all of the surgeries and it's not working. Like I am, what else can I do? You basically at that point, you're stripped of your ego. You've done everything. I was still kind of on death's door. And this is only, you know, not that long ago, like quite a few, few, months, a few ago. months ago. And I was at that point of just, I can't like, what else I've got to, I've got to change. I was at that point, I have to change. Whoever this person is needs to change in order to get better. So I was like, okay, JT said, all right, he said something about this guy. So I, I remember shooting JT a message. What was that name of that guy? And, and the book you suggested again. And so that kind of all started, got the audio books out, started downloading the books every day for six hours. I would sit on the beach, listening to my audio book, just immersing myself, not just like little little bits about it, immersing myself in Joe Dispenza, all of his learnings, taking notes, becoming and just allowing myself to not have any barriers because for me, this is the first time I'd heard any of this kind of stuff. I got goosebumps all over like, my body. I mean, I couldn't, the thought of meditating for even five minutes in my own company was just like, oh my God, get me away. Like, I can't be with this. I cannot be with this. So... For me, I thought it was fantastic to kind of get the education there, get the science, have kind of break down the barriers of, okay, so what the world has led me to believe with, new, with the news mainstream beliefs, maybe there's something beyond that. All right, this is interesting. And I started feeling these kind of this, this hope and this, all this, I guess you'd call this majestical feeling inside of me that, hang on a second, could there be more to this world than... I thought like maybe this world isn't as fearful maybe this world isn't out to get me like maybe there is there is more possibilities than I could even know and so it just kind of gave me this new like this new kind of thing that I wanted to to to, to strive for and so I think I spent about four months three months kind of going through all of the books getting my head around it before I actually um, began the meditation side of things and I'll tell you what when you first start meditation I would probably prefer to go out and do like the hardest hour of CrossFit than do an hour of meditation back in that state that I was in with the pain with the grief with all of those things it was it was so hard but because I was so passionate about knowing there was something else out there and that 
I knew if I wanted to heal, I, I always knew that I was going to heal myself. But what I, but even though I knew that, I was still going out asking for outside help, thinking that it was everybody else that had the power. And I had, I had the passion, but I wasn't using my passion in the right way. And that's the thing with Joe Dispenza is he has the formula to put your passion into so that you can become the person and be the person and heal anything and put the power back into your own hands. And when you have that knowledge and when you know that formula, suddenly life is you, no longer a fearful place. No, and it's unlimited potential. Unlimited it's unlimited. Potential. It's, 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 and it's not just in the health realm, although health is the foundation of everything, but it's any limitations you have with your with the way you think about yourself, feel about yourself, whether it's financially, uh, within your, the context of relationships, once the veil lifts, mm -hmm. once you realize you are in control of every single part yep. of your reality, everything, yeah. including, and you know, if you're listening, including your sickness. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and it's, you know, you might say it's easy for me to sit here and say that, um, I've healed myself through it. Um, and I actually, I don't know if I told you this, but I, I know I've told a few people now, I had scars all over my body from a time I was very mm -hmm. sick and I had warts crawl all over oh, me. Yeah. And um, the scars stayed there. But even recently, I, I upgraded in the fifth dimension again mm -hmm. and the scars started to disappear from my body. So anyone listening, it's like, start playing in the, in the 5D realm, the spiritual realm, mm -hmm. and everything is yours for exactly. the taking. Um, so... Joski, let's talk about your actual... So, you gain the knowledge. Let's so, I gain the knowledge. So, a good precursor into this. So, I was doing every day about four hours meditation a day um, when I got back. So, I was doing about two hours in the morning, one hour at midday, and then another two hours at night. Okay, usually. for anyone listening, four hours a day. Yeah, about. Alrighty. But you don't... Not that you guys need to do that, but for me, being that sick, the only thing... The only way I could get out of bed in the morning was to do the new potentials meditation in which you visualize your future. So for me, the only way I could physically get out of bed was by every morning, no matter how much pain I was in, it didn't matter. Every single morning, I would from head to toe go through my body imagining exactly how I wanted my body to look and how I wanted it to feel. And then after my body, I would visualize the future of what I wanted, everything to the T, the way it smelt, that I was living in that body in my future. And, and, and just to break this down, what is happening in that moment is Annabelle's no longer in the 3D matter to matter world. She's creating from the fifth dimension. Yeah. So just so you, you're listening, and now if you're the science based or intellectual based, um, look, up, look up the double slit experiment, look up quantum physics, learn about it, and it all makes sense. We're not going to go really deep into the science during this episode, yeah. more the experience. And then it was one night during that, that I had my first experience, true experience, um, with the beings and the energy. And I guess the best way to describe it was it was like any normal night. Um, I was just going to bed to do my meditation and about five seconds into it, I felt this thing come into my body that's like this and then all of a sudden my it came into my throat and my whole body started kind of I just going in like a circular motion and I felt it kind of going all the way down into like my pelvis down into my legs and it it contorts and moves the body in such a way 
that it, there is no way it's you. Like, and it goes, it, for me, it went on for about two hours and I was exhausted by the end of this. And it's just, it's such a bizarre experience. But when the energies come in, you also get this, a voice of, of just knowing that this is healing, you're okay, like allow it to happen, surrender to it. Um, you are being healed, you are being healed. So it's very hard when something like that happens to you. And it's, for me, this has never happened in my life. I mean, I'd read about this kind of stuff. But when it's happening to you, it is kind of like, you know this, you never, you know, you're never going to forget this experience for the rest of your you, life. You cannot walk around this earth no. the same person no. as before the experience. Never. And because I, the, the night before I had really asked, asked them during meditation, just give me a sign, like give me something to show you are here, you can hear me and you're receiving my manifestations and that, you know, all of this work that I'm putting in is working. Like I, I surrender to you. Like, and I'd really, cause I realized that I wasn't actually allowing, I wasn't really surrendering. I was still trying so hard yeah. in my mind. And I was at that point of just like, Oh, just show me kind of thing. So I That's think when it comes, it was, when you let go, it, it comes. Sat, and that night I had no expectations. It was just like, Oh, here we go. <laughs> and that's when it hit. So from that night forward, I was like, all right, there is no way I can deny there is something else out there. And I want to, I want to feel it again. Like I want to touch <laughs> yeah. that again. Like, and it just really instills that passion in you again to just meditate and meditate yeah. and go deeper and deeper and go. And just when you think you can't go deeper, surrender, go deeper more. That's mm -hmm. one of the things I really learned there. And so that experience you just talked about then, yeah. that wasn't at the no. advanced retreat. This no, is before this was, then. This was only about three or four months into me just starting Joe Dispenza. Wow. So that was like, that was a pretty exciting... So had you done the progressive or intensive? No. Oh, wow. No, I just... But I mean, I immersed... I did. was doing all of these books, rereading them, taking notes, doing four hours. When I go in, I go in. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, like, yeah. I was really just everything Joe Dispenza. You inspire me because a lot of people... I've given the books to everyone I know. Nobody does what you did. Nobody put in four hours a day. Nobody even puts in an hour a day. You know what I mean? They try it. Nah, 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 nah. That's why I wanted to get you on the podcast because... Usually on a podcast, you have like well-known people. And I was like, no, I was like, I want someone who's got an experience that no one else has had because that is what gives other people, ordinary people permission to be extraordinary. And you see, I've had a drive from the get go. I knew that when I got sick, that I got sick for a reason because I knew that my journey with this pain, I knew I didn't know how, but I knew there was going to be a light. There was going to be something that would happen and my story would help others. And that is what got me there because I knew that by me doing the work, I would not only change my lives, my life, but I would change other people's lives. Mm -hmm. You got to have the hunger. Like you got to have a drive. If you want it, like my pain gave me the passion. Mm -hmm. And so like, this is my, my biggest mission in life is I want to show people how they can use the pain in their life and use that pain as energy, as passion to get them where they want to go because pain's just energy. But you got to know how to channel it in the right way. So I had the hunger because I couldn't, I couldn't keep, I was on death's bed. I couldn't, you know what I mean? I just couldn't. So I had so much drive and I wanted it so bad. And I knew, I knew without, I've known from the get go that I would survive it. We haven't even got to the good part yet. No, oh my God, it gets better. Yeah. We haven't even got to the good part yet. So I've got a question for you. Yes. Because I know that, I know where it gets crazy. Yeah. After you experienced it the first time, you kept... When did you decide to sign up for his actual event? So, 
I signed up. I tried to sign up for his Mexico event, um, but it sold out. And they sell out quick. They sell out very quickly. And that was only I was only like, oh yeah, that was only a day later. But I knew I would get in on the wait list. But um, I waited two weeks, and then one came out in Indiana Wells, which was even more perfect because I go to LA quite a bit anyway. So. And I said to, in my manifestation, I just visualized, okay, because I knew how quickly they sold out. So I was like, in the next one, I just want it to be really easy breezy. Anyway, so the day before the Indiana Wells one was meant to come out, I just thought I would just check up on the website. Anyway, long story short, there must have been a glitch in the system. And I no enrolled the day before. That's yeah, synchronicity. I know, <laughs> I know, glitch. And I enrolled glitch the day in the before. Matrix. And so everyone, and it was on that one, that people who were even on the second it sold out and not a lot of people got it and there was this huge uproar about it. So I was just ecstatic that I finally, Indiana Wells, California, it was a perfect time. And that was, that was in December that that, was it December? Yeah. Mm. No, the January. Sorry. No, February. So Indiana Wells like, was in February and it's now May. two months ago. Yeah. Three months ago. Yeah. Okay. So as soon as Annabelle got back from this uh, experience, she reached out to me. And she voice messaged me about 10 minutes of voice messages in a row without taking a breath. Couldn't. And I was in so engaged. And, and I said to her, I was like, look, I just want to talk to you in person about it more. So I got 10 minutes worth and I said, just wait, just wait. Let's interview you and talk more because we're talking about beings entering her body. And again, for anyone listening, ordinary people connecting with the fifth dimension and extraordinary things happening. So if you want to heal yourself from any level, if you want to change your life at any level, what this episode is about is not just giving you permission, but also increasing your level of belief in what's possible for you and leaving a trail of breadcrumbs for where you probably should start looking um, for the next phase of your life. Uh, it's not necessarily in the gym it's not necessarily in the uh, well, it's definitely not at the doctor's office it's not even in the fridge it's inside yourself mm -hmm. so tell us about LA so um, the Joe Spencer conference oh. so uh, I don't know if many of you know but a lot of people go to Joe Dispenza's um, week longs to get a Healy chip you probably know a bit about the Healy chips yep um, so basically if you get a Healy chip, um, you people like form these circles around you. apply you. to get a healing. Yeah. So you, you, you request a healing. So when I went to it, I didn't yeah. request a healing, but a lot of people did. Yeah. But there are too many people that request them that actually get them. So if you Very get the token, get. You, um, you, you're pretty lucky. Yeah. So prior to the Indiana Wells, I was just kind of manifesting every day. But more than anything, manifesting, but knowing that when I, if and when I did receive it, I would be worthy of the healing because I think that's a very hard thing for many of us who are, you know, ill to feel like we are worthy more than someone else to take that kind of healing from, from someone else who might need it more. Um, so yeah, so the whole experience was absolutely incredible. And I had, I had a few really great meditations um, during it. There was, I was lucky enough to get chosen for brain spotting. And that basically entails um, you getting completely wired up, um, like this, basically like this 
these little electron electrode things all over your brain. EEG? E nah. ECG. Could poss possibly one of those. And then you have a scientist. I had like one of these incredible, incredible, one of Joe Dispenza's amazing scientists behind me watching my brain activity um, throughout a meditation. And it was funny because during it, I heard quite a bit of commotion behind me. And um, I was like, all right, back in, you know, get back into it. I don't get distracted. And it was only after that meditation that the scientists came up behind me. And apparently Joe Dispenza had been behind me and they were just watching my my brain going in these like high, 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 high gamma. Did you hit gamma? Oh, like, get yeah. out of town. Yeah, but, but like high gamma, like high, high gamma. But so, what was funny, and this is the interesting part, is that when I went into the high gamma state, it knocked on the, the fellow people who were beside me to all, the, to all then go into gamma. So this is also showing you the contagion of energy and of brain state. So by me going into high gamma, I also inflicted that on the people beside me. Entrainment. Entrainment, exactly. So that was a very, very incredible experience. So for me, that just kind of was like my usual meditation. Just so people listening know what a gamma brainwave is, it's supernatural. It's, you know, delta is sleep, theta is drowsiness, alpha is relaxed, beta is day-to-day -day working. Gamma is, I don't know, I don't know the exact terminology, but it's... W How many points above standard deviation is it? Do you know? It's... It's, it's, it's like hertz-wise, it's just... It's basically beyond. Like it's... Your You're no longer a human being. It's, this is when you get oxytocin, like your body's producing oxytocin. It basically feels like your whole body is having an orgasm, is the best way to describe it. So, and it was funny for me because I was like, yeah, I mean, it was a great meditation, but kind of feel like the meditations that I do every morning. And so gamma as well is one of the most healing brain states you can be in as well. It's where you're super high energy, super high energy and miracles happen in gamma states. So that was a really great insight for me to know that these meditations I'm doing, they're pretty, there's powerful potency in them. So that was really, really interesting for me. And then some walking meditations I did were just very profound. I was really starting to feel something happening. I was feeling some magic during them. And I was um, even watching just some videos I take and post walking meditation. And it's, it's incredible watching yourself back and seeing the passion and seeing the, the energy and the aura that was inside of your body. Yeah. After such an incredible... So I think a lot of people think meditation is sitting um, kind of like quietly. I took some people through a meditation a few weeks ago and someone said, Ah, oh, that was really like active. My meditations is normally silence. I'm like, oh, mine are normally like intense and oh, yeah. shit's happening. So a lot of people think that meditation is silence. And, and yes, we do practice that. Well, that's probably the starting point of it. But they get pretty passionate. Oh, yeah. And energy moves and, and your body moves. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, we were talking about aura a moment ago. We literally have an energetic field around us. And when that aura grows, everything, like our health grows, our, mm -hmm. our, our love for life grows, our passion, our intensity grows. And our, the cells in our body are healthier. Everything's healthier. And, I, I, you know, I, this is what I teach in my events. When that energetic field shrinks, we become unwell. Our cells get uh, contracted. Mm -hmm. We have stress hormones inside of us. That's where chronic illness comes mm -hmm. from. And so through meditation, we can change our energy. Yeah. And all energy is a frequency and all frequency carries information. 
and your body was just downloading new information into the cells, into mm -hmm. the DNA, into the genetics. And what was really interesting um, during it, and it was actually that day that I was getting the brain scan, and I, it, he said something so profound that I had to literally reach behind me, even all strapped up, to grab a pen and paper to write it down. And it's basically exactly who said something to you? Joe Dispenza during the talk, and it was similar to what you said in terms of if you've had a very um, and it, like a trauma in your life. It's basically just like an energy hold over you. But you can break this trauma by experiencing these elevated emotions. Like you can use those high, high, highly charged emotions to completely release and break through from those traumas. And that's what you do during these amazing week-long events is that you raise your energy so high that all of those traumas just are released from your body and you're no longer like harboring all of your past within you because you now realize you've got this newfound joy and this open heart. And I think that's one of the biggest things that um, the week long enabled me to do was to reopen my heart again because all of those years, those seven years, I was just closed off because I couldn't, I was in so much pain already. The thought of opening my heart and and getting engulfed with any with more pain was just unbearable. So, just so everyone listening, we still haven't hit the best part yet. Oh no, <laughs> sorry guys. Um, and and to be able to cry and just laugh again and so to feel emotion was incredible. Let's go to the best part. Okay, so the Healy Day. So the Healy Day, I found out that morning because it got to the last day. I was like, okay, try not to get um, worried here, but it is the last day kind of thing. Anyway, that morning I got the Healy token. I was like, all right, stay calm. This is fantastic news, Annabella, fantastic news. But, you know, I just want you to know that you've got to go in, not attached to the outcome. Because um, the previous day we we'd been able to watch this YouTube um, video of um, two women who had seen beings. So that had already, I already knew about the beings. Joe Dispenger talked a bit about beings before. So I knew they existed. Um, but it was good to kind of have this recap from these prior ladies that they'd seen beings and what they had witnessed and their experience with it. So I already knew I was probably going to see these beings that day in the healing. So I was, wasn't too kind of threatened about it. So, um, midway through the day, we, all of us who got the Healy tokens were taken off to the meditation room, um, where Joe Dispenza came in to give us a pre meditation before we were all to go into the healing. And I was kind of just, laying down in my, on my meditation mat. And all of a sudden I felt this, I don't know if he physically kicked me or it maybe it was just his energy because he's such a high energy person. But I didn't know Joe was in the room yet. And I opened my eyes at the jolt and he's just literally just standing up staring at me like this. And I was just kind of like, what's this look he's giving me? It was, cause it was almost like this look of, oh honey, I know what's just about to happen to you around the corner. It was just, it was just honestly this intense look of, I know what's about to happen to you. And I was just kind of, all right, you know, still not getting attached. If nothing happens in there, don't worry about it. It is what it is kind of thing. Just don't get attached. So um, we all head over to the room and I'm lying down in my Healy circle. Got my little Joe Dispenza mask on, eye mask on, can't see anything. Um, the music starts playing and about 10 seconds in, Nothing's happened yet. And I said, all right, maybe nothing's just going to happen. And when I said that, it was like, boom. And all of a sudden, I don't know what happened. 
And it wasn't just one being, I'm talking there was just like an intense amount of just beings just came into my body. And all of a sudden my body just starts writhing, 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 writhing. And first of all, it kind of all started with these, um, these noises coming out of my mouth. And I mean, just like from witches scream cackles <laughs> to just like these intense screams of just like someone getting killed to then these laughs of just like a person who's just watched the funniest thing. And then angelic, just these cacophony of different sounds coming out of my body. And there is no other, no other screams in the room going on at all. So I was just kind of like, all right, what's happening here? I don't want to stop this flow, but this is getting, you know, a bit out of control. And then that's when that voice kind of came in. Okay, Annabelle, you really need to relax. Yes, you knew the beings were going to enter. Um, we gave you the pre-warning. This is happening now. All we need you to do is to surrender to this. Surrender to this help. Surrender to this support. This is your time now. Just let us do our thing. And that, that wasn't, there wasn't a person speaking to you? It was just a voice? Just a group of energies. Yeah. It's just like a group of energies. And even though your body is already starting to move in these withering ways, it's this sense of calm and this peace that you know you're in safe hands. Mm -hmm. And now these beings, they're not, they're not like angelic angels or anything like that. These beings, they know, they're here to do a job. They're, they're not ruthless or anything like that, but they're just, and I wouldn't say they're aggressive, but they just kind of, they don't hold back. Mm -hmm. So like they are contorting, pulling my body into all of these directions. They dislocated my shoulder at one point and like left it out for quite like a few seconds before like, jolting me back into the ground. I remember being like put up into this candlestick position, but like up on an elbow, getting held up in there, like the, I don't know, that somehow contorting my spine into these weird ways. And I was up there for like three minutes or something, what it felt like. Um, I remember coming from standing, my whole back going all the way back, and there must have been a lady behind me and just screaming in her face, and I mean in this very, very deep, deep, deep voice of, we did it! Like just screaming out with my whole back contorted backwards from standing. And like, as my body is literally being dragged across this room, I'm hearing all of the people around me just, they're screaming, they're crying, and I'm kind of like, shit. Like, cause it's, I'm kind of relaxed, but also my whole, I can, and this is where it gets confusing because even though I was in my body, I can see the whole thing happening, but it didn't really occur to me that I was actually seeing the whole thing happening till after, if that makes sense. But it was, it was just a really confronting experience to be able to see my body being contorted into all of these ways that I could not physically do myself. And I'm making these noises that I could physically not make myself. And I'm, and I know that it's not in my head because I can hear the screams and the cries of all of the people around me. And I then get a voice of the being say, they're going to want to bring you out of this and you can't let them. We have more work that we need to do with you. We have more work that we need to do with you. So I was like, all right, so this is still going on. And when it ends, I've somehow got to tell the people around me to not bring me out of this state because the beings have more work to do with me. So by this point, the meditation's nearly over and they're still kind of putting me into all of these positions, legs over the head, going around and around and so like just doing the most 
crazy things. And there was this one most beautiful point during it all that I will never, ever, ever forget in my life. Um, because a, a lot of it was very brisk and brusque and just contortion. But there was this one point where I don't know who it was, but the divine love is kind of all that I can say it was, came into me. And she just, she came up and she just with the most elegant grace I've ever felt in my body before, just started flying like an angel with these angel wings, just like up into the sky and just, I, I don't know if she said something, but it was kind of just like that we all had a risen to source. Like we in that room with the energy had all together reached source and that we had done it. Like we had reached source love because as I now know, love is, what heals and that's really just the energy you're getting is from source love so it was just like that in time was a moment i would never forget where i literally not just touched source but i was and embodied the source love yeah and it was just bliss in, it was it was just beyond anything i'd ever experienced in my life um but then what was hard was when the meditation ended and the beings again said all right they're coming to get you you can't let them bring you out of this state and I had about six people from Joe Dispenza's trying to hold me down because my body was still his, withering. His staff. He, all of his staff, like yep. coming over because it ended. And my, I mean, I was moving in ways that would probably scare the people around when they were coming out of the state. So they're trying to hold me down and trying to bring my body, ground it back, everything they can. But suddenly I wasn't able to see people. I was suddenly only seeing, I don't know, I was seeing their aura souls because I could see one of them who was actually, I know this sounds crazy and I was on no drugs whatsoever like this was just a pure sober state and I saw that one of them he was a priest and another one an, like an angel and they're all trying to bring me down and at one point I looked in one of their eyes and I couldn't see my eyes it was just the beings inside of my eyes reflecting back to me from the eyes and it was just like suddenly in that small moment I wasn't seeing the world I was seeing the world through a different Lens. Because I wasn't me, I was still the beings, if that makes sense. I yeah. was still, they were well, just well, in I my body. Well, I think you were seeing a different frequency. I was seeing a different, yeah. That was it. That was it. And it took a while, I think it took like 10 minutes for them to really like bring me out I've of seen it. a photo of you and there's chairs around you. That was they the, like blocked that was you it. off. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that was the people who were healing. That's where the chairs were, but then they had to hold me down and Because I've been room. a healer. Yeah. And experienced people put my hand in the energy field yeah. and they have been like convulsing and yeah. you just cannot unsee that. You and can't. now I love hearing what's happening internally for you. Well, because I did the same. I was, I'd been a healer doing it to people. And then prior to, I'd seen a woman who hadn't walked in all, I think all of her life probably. And she was walking. So I knew already that the magic that could come from this. Did and you I'm, hear that? Someone that couldn't walk, start walking. And and that was one thing that I forgot to say that Joe Dispenza said to each and every one of us before we went into that Healy room. And I say it to myself every morning before I get out of bed. He said, anything is possible. And so I went into that room with that mentality and that belief, not just saying it, but I knew because I know everything that Joe Dispenza says is the truth. And he said, anything is possible. So I knew that in that moment, in that room, that anything could be possible. And I think that's what really allowed me to get that healing was because not only was I allowing, I was like, anything is fucking possible. And it really fucking it is. It is. That, and that's why I have lack of, sometimes lack of sympathy or even sometimes lack of empathy for people 
because I'm because now there's no excuse there for isn't. not being great in your own life. There's no excuse for not being happy. There's no excuse for not having the money you want, the health you want, the the body you want. There's no excuse. You just either you're doing the work or you're not. Yeah. And if you're not, well then it's on you. Exactly. And I think it really it comes it really does come down to that. If if you want it, there's some, what's stopping it from happening? You're the only person that's stopping it. And that was an amazing thing about Joe Dispenza's as well, is that he pushed pushed us outside of our comfort zone. I mean, we were waking up at 4 a.m. and staying up to really late hours of the night. And when you're sick, you say, oh, I can't do that. And you have these limiting beliefs about yourself, especially when you're sick. You, you start to have limiting beliefs like, oh, well, I can't do that because I'm this. Or, you know, even if you're not sick, you just, you have limiting beliefs about yourself that make you believe, oh, I couldn't do that. And when you're challenged at an event like Joe Dispenza's, you really start to see the only person telling me I can't do stuff is me. Like I need to just step the, out of my own way. I'm the only person in my own way. And once you know that, it's like, I gotta call my own bullshit on this. Like I gotta stop making these stories. I gotta stop telling myself these beliefs, these old patternings. Like if I wanna become the person I wanna become, well, only I'm the person who can make it happen. So. They just give you the tools and you can take it or you can leave it. So you've got to have the hunger. You, if you've got the hunger, you've got the drive, then you can do it. I mean. And so, because you weren't allowed to wake up, but they started to wake you up. Oh, yeah. And so they forced it. And so, sorry. And then the being said to me, all right, well, we're coming back for you tonight then. And so I was like, God damn it. And I couldn't talk to anyone. I, after this experience, I walked to the bathroom and I was, I was shaking. Like, I was just shaking. And I was sitting, it was funny because I was sitting on the toilet and they came back to me and they showed me these three chakra points of light and it was the sixth center. So for those of you who don't know the sixth center, the sixth center is your pineal gland. And they showed me a light on my fourth center and then one on my first center. And they said that these are the channels that you need to tap into for your healing. Like when these are your prime channels that you need to place your energy upon to make the magic happen. And I was thinking to myself, okay, great. So... Now I can't even go to the toilet by myself now. Like how long are these guys going to be hanging around for? So they told me they're coming back that night. And so I, I told mum I still couldn't tell her about So your mum at this stage wasn't really a believer, was she? She was somewhat a believer, but um, not... To the, she was an intellectualizer. Yeah, but so she knew it, but she didn't like fully believe fully it. Fully believe it. And because she didn't witness the healing that had happened to me because she, she didn't get group. to heal. Yeah, she was in another group. So... She kind of came up to me straight after this and said, all right, Annabelle, we got to go. Um, the lady who's taking us home is ready to leave, so come on. And I was just like, my whole life just changed. I need to talk to someone. Like, like I, I, I need to talk to someone about this. And I think that was really hard for me because, again, like I was saying before, it was like I just witnessed this life-changing event and I come out of it and everyone's no life is the same. Yeah. And there was no integration. There was no person to be like, Oh, honey, what you just witnessed is normal. Like, and I mean, I knew it was normal because I knew other people had witnessed beings. But it doesn't matter when that happens to you. And then you have beings saying, oh, we're coming back for you tonight. It's like, okay, this is great. And I feel so honored that you beings are coming for me. And you feel that I'm worthy enough. Like, I know I'm worthy, but I'm glad you see the specialness. In, not the specialness, but like, you know, that I'm worth the healing of. But God, this is just like intense. Like, oh. So, and it was that night. Because I said to mom, I said, I can't tell you what happened. I can only tell you that tonight the beings have told me they're coming back. And so some mysterious, majestical shit might be happening tonight in bed. Just want to give you a pre-warning. 
And so basically that next morning during a meditation, she witnessed me literally levitating, like convulsing, levitating off the bed. And I kind of have to say, mom, please leave me, please leave me. Just like, why well, was she like, we sharing the room? Sharing the, she was in the bed with me because oh, yeah. she was terrified. She's like, Annabelle, what's happening? What's happening? I was like, I told you mom, the beings are going to be coming back. You just have to let it happen. Cause like you can still kind of you're there, talk, but you're, yeah, you're, there. you're there, but you're in another dimension. Yeah. I always, I kind of describe it to mom as though it's like, I'm watching like they're here, they're in control of my body. I allow them to happen. And I'm kind of in the background just with my popcorn, watching Netflix, watching like the best movie stimulation of my life as it's all happening because you know, you're in safe hands. So, and after that, she was like, okay, yeah, you weren't kidding. Whatever must've happened to you in that healing was something because that bed was shaken and you were doing some crazy, your whole body was levitated out of the bed. I was like, I told you mom, this stuff, you can't unsee it. You can't unfeel it. Once this happens to you, you just, you know that there is so much more to life than meets the eye. There is so much more to this world. There's this invisible world out there that is so much realer than this world. Yes. It's the world that controls this world. Yes. This is the matrix. This is the matrix. <laughs> and it, it's a high frequency of energy. Mm -hmm. And when you are exposed to it, like you said, you can't unsee it, you can't mm -hmm. unfeel it, but now you know it's there. And when you start living there, anything is possible. Anything is possible. Mm -hmm. And so the beings came back, they got I to had work. very many. Yeah. They got to work. And then I have a great relationship with the beings. Now I know it sounds weird, but I've been given the way in which to call them. And it's of a very high, 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 high frequency in order to call them. So, um, when I was just previously back in Cairns, the environment there, they my guides had told me that I wasn't meant to go back into Cairns. However, I was under the circumstances I had to, I wasn't able mm -hmm. to not go back to Cairns after LA. Um, and the beings were able to keep, I was able to get enough healings there for me to make it and out. How's your health been? It was really, really scary in Cairns. As I said, I was able to keep it up because the environment it turned out in Cairns, there's a mold toxin that I'm very, very really affects my body. Um, and they told me that and they let me know and they said, it's, you know, they gave me the guidance and the intuition to know to get out of there as soon as possible. I've only been here two days and already my health is back to what it was pre LA. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. and it's, and I think that's a hard one there is because it is emotion. Like you can heal yourself from any emotion, but it's also, there is, we are in a matter to matter body in the, in a 3d world. So they do give you the intuition and the knowledge of course. to know, you know, how to ensure that you do stay on top of your game. So yeah. But one, and this is the thing, you have your power back. Like once you know all this, you don't need doctors. You don't need like, you don't need anyone else to manifest the life that you want. And you forever feel safe because you know the universe has your back. Yeah. And yeah. that's the biggest thing. The universe is your best friend. It is. It's it not is. out to get you. You, your beliefs were the ones, the, the old stories, the conditionings were the ones to lead you to believe that the universe was out to get you. And that you had to struggle. And this was a big thing for me that I had to struggle to be worthy of enjoying life. And that's, we were only put on this earth to enjoy life. It's we who f feel like we have to do something in order to find joy or to be worthy of joy. We're all worthy. Well, it's because the people, and, and this could go deep and we won't go deep, but the yeah. people who are teaching us to be, you know, young adults, kids, come from our parents. Where are they trained from? Where are they trained from? And it's all being conditioned in a world that, you know, there's been war, there's been survival. It's like the mentality is not divine. Mm -hmm. The mentality is not godlike. No. 
but now we've both experienced I call it God energy, yeah. whatever you want to call it. If you're not religious, I'm not either. No, it's just it's God energy. You, you know what I mean, right? It's it's God, good, good God, whatever. It's just pure source love. Yeah. And we all have it. We all have access to it. Yeah. And so living from that place every day, and even Dr. Joe says it's not just enough to do it during your meditations. You have to do mm. it moment by moment through your day. Moment by moment. And another thing he says is what if you think you're special enough that you're the only person who doesn't have access to this? Like, honey, you're not that special. Every single person has access to this. It's not that you're this 0.999999% who doesn't. No, and it's and it's all backed by science. It's all which backed is what, by science. I know a lot of, I don't need science. Neither. I need experience yeah. and results, but a lot of people do. And mm. I'm like, cool, this is all backed by science. And this is why we share the stories that we're sharing is because for those people, because I know so many science, people who need to know the science and they need to know all that but actually when they're just hearing my story it's like oh maybe i don't need the science like maybe i can just see the proof in the pudding because i can show you photos of how sick i was and you can see the transfer i mean jt you'd be yeah, able to yeah, just see the transformation course. in just a few months it is that that is just you can't deny and if you want to deny it it's your own loss yeah it's yeah, your yeah, own yeah. goddamn loss not not our responsibility exactly um, wow, so what's next for you? We'll, we'll wrap this up now. Yeah. What's next for you? Well, what's next for me is, is just continuing, continuing what I'm doing, and that is to show people that anything is possible, that anything they want in their life is possible. And for me, I mean, I'm a personal trainer, but for me, as we now know, it's the mind. So I'm going down my meditation um, realm Rubbed. now, and already I've done some incredible healings on people, and their life has already been changed from that. So that is my sole mission in life. And that's what I was put here to do and put here to be. And yeah, I can't wait to see what unfolds for me. Beautiful. And so where can people find you? I mean, you're on socials. You've got a good following. You don't post often. Yes, I'm getting back into it now. Okay. Um, so at Joskinada. <laughs> Joskinada. How do you spell it? Spell J-O-S-K-E-N-A-T-O-R. And I um, have a website coming up soon. So cool. Yeah, hit me up. Follow her on socials, and you'll see some of the pictures from the uh, week-long meditation retreat. Yes. Um, if you have any questions as well, reach out to me. Reach out to her, and I'm sure she'll be more than happy to connect with you about her experience, her healings, and the work she's now doing. Um, and together, we can we can all come together and transform the the consciousness of this planet. Raising the consciousness. Yes, love it. Thank you so much for coming on the Amplify podcast. Thank you, John Templeton.